Welcome to episode two of AI Tools Show. I'm your host, Tyron Rubin, and I'm with Timmy, a 3D digital artist, um, AI consultant, animator, and very key to my life. He's someone I see and have connected with through the AI community on Twitter which is exploding and they're starting to become these popular figures in the AI Twitterverse. So to me, anything I've left out um, and uh, maybe also go into how you started getting interested in the world of AI with all these new tools that are out there. Right. Yeah. First of all, thanks for having me on. Uh, great to be able to talk face to face. We're always connecting through Twitter. And you're, like you said, the Twitter community is incredible, especially the AI community is just blowing up. Um, but actually, I've been gaining a lot of followers and I haven't really had a chance to introduce myself to a lot of those followers. So I might use this as an opportunity to say, hey, everybody on Twitter. Hey, how y'all doing? My name's Timmy. Um, first and foremost, I'm a husband and father. That's the most important thing to me. After that, I'm just a big kid that loves good stories and loves entertainment. Um, and that kind of drives everything that I do. I uh, started off as a really diverse artist with just graphics art, graphic art, uh, simple UI things, went on to VFX, went on to 2.8DD animation, and then uh, landed on 3D animation right before I found generative art. And mid-journey, I think we were all there whenever the boom of uh, generative, generative images hit hit the floor and we saw mid-journey and Dolly and Stable Diffusion and when I saw that, I kind of I, I've known I knew for a while that I was on a path to finding tools that would let me express myself the way that I wanted. And when I saw AI come into the picture, I thought, wow, this is this is getting me even closer. But I think I was hit a little differently than most people. I'm very uh, animation focused. I like video a lot. I, I love beautiful images. Don't get me wrong. But I really like a good a good animation. I like seeing the the action, the intent, um, and, the, and the narrative that's built there. Um, not to say you can't do it with images, but I just really like animation. So when I saw Dolly, Mid-Journey, and Stable Diffusion generating images that I was impressed with, my mind instantly thought, video and animation is just a series of images. So how can I get from where we are now with generating images to generating video and animation? And so I spent like six or seven months on Stable Diffusion, ControlNet came out. I don't know if you guys are familiar with all of that, but I was like really hitting under the hood and trying to find that path to manually create video animation and stuff through generative tools like uh, Stable Diffusion. And then um, Midjourney, a big shout out to uh, Runway, I'm sorry. Runway came out with uh, Gen 2 text to video and it was just really... They had done all the work that I was doing for a while and they had a full team and they had a website and everything was looked really, really great. And I had an opportunity to get in early in with that technology and we were really able to kind of push the, the boundaries out of what was possible with, uh, you know, text to video it was very, very new at the time. And I think really the thing that helped me set myself apart from some of the other people in the community was to be able to use these tools to start telling stories i think a lot of us saw it and was like oh i can do this i can do that i can do this and there was a lot of experiments coming out to see and there still is to see 
what's possible, what kind of style transfer can we have? What kind of quality can we get from just inputting text? Um, and that's still going on, but I think what a lot of us creators in the AI space needs to start getting our mind on is what sort of stories do we want to tell? It's not just about the tools anymore because the tools have been around for a while, long enough for us to start really understanding and adapting them into our workflow. So I really hope that if any anything that my work inspires more people to kind of tell stories with this stuff, because I feel like we're getting over the honeymoon phase a little bit and it's starting to start, you know, really using these tools to show that they're viable and they're not just a fun meme machine, you know, just to crank out fun stuff in your free time. I think it's really something that could change the entire industry. So yeah, sorry for the long intro, Tyrone. Uh, no, no, all very interesting. We are going to dive a lot into that practical application of the actual tools and uh, taking into your account that um, just by knowing these tools, story, entertainment, making money, understanding it are all key. We saw a shift when uh, digital video made it easy to shoot and edit and people were making these indie films. So just on a basic level, we, we, we have um, mid-journey where you write a prompt in the form of a text, uh, beautiful ladies running through the sea, uh, run into the sea, set on uh, another planet and uh, fireworks in the background. And um, that's your prompt and it creates a visual image and uh, mid journeys become insane on how much more detail you can have with that prompt. You then want to say you want it raining at night or uh, you, you go into all these incredible prompts to simply get your vision on the screen and uh, maybe instead of your vision on the screen, um, an idea on the screen that you can then send to a, a, an animator and use it just as an idea. Uh, or um, you can also take that idea and get other ideas from what, what it adds. Now, text to video, I've seen with Runway, I'm not going to get, I have no idea how many orders of magnitude it must be harder than uh, creating um, images uh, based on text. But is the long and short of it text going to be pretty much as close to what you imagine and exactly what we've seen in mid-journey? I mean, if it gets just to that level in video, it's going to be insane, right? Uh, um, like, Th that's that's crazy <laughs> um, right. yeah. so yeah, definitely I think, um i think we're there in less than a year uh for sure i think we're there in less than a year uh runway just got i think a hundred million dollar investment um so runway is uh, i've said it for a month or so and a big shout and it's not just because they were very kind to me because a big shout out to runway for being sweet to me when i was going through a difficult time um but yeah i mean They've kind of had nobody in their rear view mirror for a long time. They figured out some sort of secret sauce that puts them ahead of a lot of the other generations. Um, and I, I think that Runway's doing a great job. I do know that there's um, 
Open Journey that's starting to become more and more popular. There's another uh, tool called Pika Labs. So the cool thing is we're starting to see a little bit more of a race with text to video, which is just going to push these uh, these tools even even further, even faster. But I'm a very, very big believer that in less than a year, we will have text to video that's the quality of almost Hollywood level. And um, I think that this just is, it, it's revolutionary and it's really marking a shift in our society where humans will be more valued as for our ideas and our ability to think outside of the box and our ability to create instead of our ability to work 40 hours a week and carry heavy things from point A to point B or our ability to work 80 hours a week drawing hands over and over and over and over because that's our job and we have to pay the bills. I think there's a lot of dreamers in the world that don't even allow themselves to chase their dreams because they're forced to do jobs that they have to do. Um, and I'm hoping for a future where AI allows more people to do what they want to do and pursue what they want instead of doing things that they don't want to do. Um, and I also think that I'm hoping that this tech makes it more possible for individuals that wasn't, were not able to share their stories, were not able to share their dreams with the rest of us. I imagine, I think like third world countries, you know, young kids that never even get to touch a computer or a phone, what happens when they have the ability to share their vision and share their stories and what kind of incredible impact and inspiration will they be able to share because it's going to become more and more where like I said I think that our role in society will be more creative more you know we come up with the good ideas and then it's implemented by tools that are able to do the grunt work basically so okay. that's where the video goes yeah I'm gonna get some questions to understand the landscape just on a broad um specific level so you had open ai which the world has heard of and it's massive and doing a lot of things that uh text to um image called dolly and then um you've got midjourney which is software that that allows you to to create these images and then can you say where stable diffusion uh, falls into this? And then isn't one of the founders of Runway one of the founders of one of the other companies like Stable Diffusion? So if you could just put us into the landscape of Stable Diffusion and Runway um, in the landscape. Right. Yeah. So as far as Runway and their team, um, I'm not. 100% familiar with the history. I would not be surprised if one of the founders came from Stability AI uh, or had some sort of experience with them, um, not at all. But I will say on a personal level, I've been able to interact with uh, you know 20 or more team members from one Runway and they've all been extremely helpful and kind and pleasant. So um, once again, shout out to Runway for doing what they do. I do believe that Stable Diffusion and most of all, I think Anybody that's in this space in, in in AI video or AI cinema, I think it's become called more popularly. Um, you can't 
mention Stable Diffusion in the same breath without mentioning Controlnet. Stable Diffusion was incredible because um, you're really able to allow the community, you have this base model um, that's trained on a very general uh, sampling of images, right? And then with Stable Diffusion, what you can do that you can't really do with Mid Journey, and you may be able to do a little bit with Dolly, not sure, but Stable Diffusion, you can train your own model. So with Stable Diffusion, you may have the basic Stable Diffusion 1.5 model, which has a very generic, good sampling overall, but you may want a model that's more based uh, for Western movies uh, from the 80s. So you could then create uh, images from movies of that era in that style, or you can get copyright-free images of that style that you want. And then you can use those in conjunction with the Stable Diffusion model to train a custom model specifically built to generate images of that specific style. And it's open source. So Stable Diffusion is completely open to the public and the community to be able to evolve and to be able to add on. And that's why we got ControlNet. And for you guys that don't know what ControlNet is, it's basically an add-on, an extension that helps Stable Diffusion um, stay more coherent and consistent. So for instance, if I took uh, a screenshot of Tyrone here right quick and I put it into Stable Diffusion and I wanted to do an image to image and I wanted to turn Tyrone into uh, a king of some sort, I could do it with the base Stable Diffusion and it may give me a close approximation depending on my settings. But if I were to enable ControlNet, I could tell ControlNet to make sure that you keep Tyrone's silhouette exactly the same or make sure that you draw an outline around Tyrone's eyes and nose and mouth so that whatever image that you generate has the exact same shape mouth, shape nose, shape eyes. It may look different, but structurally it'll be the same. And that's why Stable Diffusion is under the hood for almost all of our text-to-video tools right now because of ControlNet. ControlNet will be able to like I said earlier, a video or an animation is a series of images, right? So basically when you're doing a video to video style transfer, Stable Diffusion is breaking that video down into multiple images. It's processing each image individually and it's using ControlNet to make sure that you keep the same structure in each frame. So if you have the shape of my body, moving and control net keeps that exact shape then you can now animate something in the same shape but with a different content does that make sense yes okay so yeah uh, stable diffusion it's open source very very customizable and it has control net and that is pretty much why a lot of these text to video options are available because of control net can you Explain where Hagen Face comes into play with all these tools. All right, Hugging Face. So Hugging Face is just an incredible place for the community to um, put out new versions, new models. Um, like you said, it's open source. So people are able to download Stable Diffusion and then make adjustments on the model um, or uh, web interfaces like Automatic 11.11, which is the most popular web interface for Stable Diffusion. And just so uh, for the general audience, I think I'd 
like for them to know that with Midjourney and Dolly, it's very user friendly. It's very um, uh, easy to understand once you get into it, and there's not too many configurable options to confuse you. With Midjourney, you can configure quite a bit, but it's not overwhelming. You kind of have to go into it and find the settings that you want. With Stable Diffusion, I always tell people that Stable Diffusion feels like a power user uh, image generator. It can be overwhelming if you don't know, if you let it all hit you at once because the user interface has a lot of bars that you can slide, a lot of boxes that you can check. And it's for power users because you can really get in there and really fine tune how you want to generate your images and, and how you want to be able to use that tool. So um, yeah, yeah, Automatic 11, Hugging Face has been paramount to be able to grow the community and allow the community to share their improvements and with anything with open source, the more we share, we can build upon each other and it just gets stronger and stronger. And I mean, that's why Stable Diffusion is where it's at right now, in my opinion. I might uh, be throwing you a bit of a curveball. So if you not if you can't answer this, you're not uh, uh, too much aware of it, that's fine. We've got plenty of other questions. But the hit film, everything, everywhere, all at once, lots of information on how it used uh, both runway and stable diffusion or stable diffusion through runway. Um, as a filmmaker, um, you, you pretty much had After Effects and Blender and animation, and you had all these tools to do keying, uh, Adobe Premiere and normal edit suites made keying very easy. But, but what's the shift between how there's all this hype and articles about everything everywhere all at once using AI so maybe there was a bit of hype there but the fundamentals I, I guess in making it more feasible to do some of the effects using uh, runway and stable diffusion right I think this is it excites me first of all to see Hollywood and and some sort of like large productions adapting this and showing that it's viable and that it's usable. And I think this is, this kind of brings me back to what I was talking about earlier. I think for 90% of the public, um, well, actually 90% of the public doesn't even know it exists, but a good portion that do know um, that generative art exists, takes the video and, and takes the image. A, a, a large portion of those people are just interested in trying the technology and just experimenting with it, experimenting with it and seeing what it can do. And I think that's fun. That's all right. Sometimes those experiments can lead to inspiration and to bigger things. But as I said earlier, I think it's really, really important for the creators in our community to go beyond that and elevate it to the next level and not just generate quick tests to show off. I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of myself. I'm still experimenting with it. I think we're all still trying to push out the walls and see where, the space ends because it feels like everything's possible. But I think the creators, um, the creators and the filmmakers that are really going to push this forward in a positive way are not people that's just going to generate an image or generate a video and then throw it out there. They're going to incorporate it into their workflow and they're going to allow it to elevate their creativity and enhance their, their projects. For me, I'm working on a project right now. I don't want to talk too much about it and spoil anything, 
but there, my mind is a lot of, I'm going to shoot myself as an actor. I might make myself a costume or, or um, whatever, turn myself into a generally close character that I want in my video. I will record myself. I'll then take that video into runway, remove the background. So it's just me. I'll then take that video, bring it into blender 3d. I'll put myself in a really epic scenery. I can control the camera in blender. I can generate a really nice base shot of me in any kind of environment. I can add VFX if I want in blender. And then once I have that blender animation rendered out, I can run the animation through runway. I can run it through Kyber. I can run it through all sorts of text to video or video to video uh, tools that will then polish my video. And, and that's one thing that we talked about earlier is artists, traditional artists, they get into this career and they, and they have this idea of, I'm gonna go create movies, I'm gonna create characters and this and that. And they may eventually get to, but there is a lot of trudging through drawing the same hand over and over and over, drawing the same face over and over and over and over. And I understand you have to pay your dues and you have to get through that, but we may be getting to a point where that's not necessary anymore. You can go straight in to creating and allow artificial intelligence to polish off the lighting, polish off the shadows, polish off the coherence between your multiple elements. And that's one of the things that you really have to think about if you want to be a serious creator in this space is start thinking about the stories you wanna tell. Don't just think about what you can do with the technology. Think about the story that you wanna tell and the impact that you want to make with that story. So I'm going to move it to uh, very business use cases. You being a consultant uh, for AI, you have a brand come to you. Um, let's say uh, it's a hotel chain and um, they do in the marketing how they've been doing the marketing how much of an impact could you immediately see these tools placing um, into their uh, marketing endeavors? I, I've personally already seen, I've already had um, experiences where uh, instead of hiring a team of four or five people um, to animate and, and voiceover and, and um, create a, a short of animation for them, they can come to one person instead of a team of people and they can get it done much quicker. Um, I think right now there is uh, a situation where clients and creators are trying to figure out our value. Um, a, a lot of clients are trying to figure out how they can save money, but also be able to um, produce quality content that they want. And I think that in the AI community, there's definitely opportunities for artists to be able to kind of fill that, that slot and fill that role. Um, I think also it's very important that we're not at a point with um, generative video and generative, maybe generative images we are at this point, but with video and animation, we're not at the point to where um, a creator can completely replace uh, a traditional animator. 
uh, or video anime uh, or video editor. I feel very, very fortunate and and lucky to that I have those skills in my bag as well because, um, like I said, it it's very difficult to just generate an animation, generate a video, and just put it straight out. Usually, if you really want to be proud of it, it's going to take a little bit of a little bit of editing, a little bit of uh, polish to kind of get it to where they they need it to be. Um, but yeah, I think there's a huge, huge opportunity for creators and for companies to be able to find um, a new path to creation that is going to be beneficial to both parties. So you're definitely using it with uh, images, video, animation. Um, and I've just seen a tweet of yours about an asset for a game. I don't know if you also play in the game world where that becomes hugely or, or mostly about unity and unreal. Um, yeah, no, I think the game world is, uh, yes. That, that First of all, artificial intelligence is, is going to impact all industries. Um, I think that the entertainment industry and gaming is, they were a lot of people were surprised. They thought that those industries would be hit last because it's so creative driven um but yeah absolutely there are so many opportunities in gaming uh, i was making game assets uh, before i got into three animation 3d animation i was making game assets and there are so many opportunities with mid-journey right now uh to be able to generate you know 2d assets if you're if you're really creative with it you could use um a video to video to create uh vfx i mean now that we can generate images and animation, all of those assets can be applied to games. All you have to do is just be creative with it. I, when I was working with VFX, there was a lot of times when you could use an animation and create um, what's called a, a flipbook animation, where you would just have a small amount of frames to be able to create a really cool effect. And there's no doubt in my mind that you could do the exact same thing with uh, Gen 2 from Runway. Um, they're just, when it comes to VFX, and that's another really incredible thing is for a 3d artist um when you have to when you have to generate or, or render out like an explosion or or water or anything that has a lot of physics in it that can be really difficult to fine tune it can also be difficult for your hardware to even process it can take up to days to simulate some of those those uh, vfx and that's the really cool thing here is that runway is their Gen 2 text-to-video is capable of generating these, these VFX shots at high quality in less than five minutes, whereas a traditional 3D artist may take a day to just configure the simulation and then take two more days for it to render out. And then you have to hope that after those two days that it's that it's good, you know? So, like, just imagine being able to generate a hundred different VFX shots in one day compared to one VFX shot in three days. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of opportunity here for artists that are already in this space to be able to save themselves some time. And I really do. I think there was already a stigma where artists were being overworked and underpaid. That's kind of why we're in the writer strike. And, and I think a lot of people that built our entertainment industry uh, that we all like gravitate to are undervalued. And I'm very hopeful 
that AI will elevate those artists and make their creativity and make their knowledge more valuable. So they're not spending hours doing things they don't want to do. What um, is your dream, whether it be on a business level, on a financial level, on a social media public awareness level, uh, on a passion project level? If we see the five years remain as crazy as they have been for the last year or two, uh, where do you see yourself in the space in all those areas of business, passion projects, uh, your consultancy, where you are in the world of AI? Right. Um, well, I, like I said at the beginning, I'm very, very family focused. They are everything to me. And I would love that if the passion that I've, that I've gained and that I'm putting my time and, and my life into, cause we've only got one, um, inspires my kids a little bit to do the same, uh, to pursue whatever they're passionate about. If it was, if it was film and, and entertainment and I, what I, I was able to work with them, that would be even better. Um, but yeah, I would love to be able to inspire them, but on a personal level in my own little bubble, I would love to just be able to, um, make films, make TVs, uh, TV shows, anime. I'm a big anime guy. I would just love to share stories that make people feel something. I'm a very empathetic person. So when I sit down and watch one piece or Naruto, um, it's more than just a, a show. I, I really feel like I connect and I learn and I evolve from going through these stories and going through these journeys with these characters. And I would just hope that I could do the same for others and impact them. And in regards to AI and, and if, if I could teach more people so that they could share the exact same thing, if they could touch people, if they could share their vision, share their emotion, share their love uh, with the world, I, I would be happy. I mean, that's really, I mean, I am a very strange person when it comes to finances. I my my wife thinks about that stuff more than I do. I would love to be able to support my family doing what I love, um, and I'm I'm looking for opportunities like that. Um, but yeah, if I could just support them doing something I love and just touch people with my stories, I think that's that's the dream for me. Great, great. Well, I've got the final question. Um, any tools that haven't been mentioned, if um, you, you want to list for us tool geeks out there and just a sentence about the tool. So mid-journey, you can create anything with text to images. So if there are a few tools out there and I'm going to write them down um, just that so we can be on the lookout and hopefully we have another one of these chats and we can start uh, talking more about those uh, tools. Right. Oh, I, I think I've got, this is probably going to help you guys out in the text-to-video space, um, text-to-video and video-to-video. -video. That's kind of where I'm at. So I put a lot of my attention there. And um, there's some tools that you want to be on the lookout for. Uh, Full Journey. Full Journey is, um, it's a Discord-ran text-to-video uh, bot. It is capable of generating sound with its video, which is unheard of. Uh, I don't think any other text to video tool is capable of that. I have personally not been able to get my hands on uh, Full Journey yet, but I've seen a lot of people using it. They're having a lot of fun. I think one of the big 
big uh, Cinderella tools right now in the text to video space. The the girl that everybody wants to dance with at the ball is Pika Labs. Uh, Pika Labs. Um, big shout out. A shout out to John on Twitter uh, who who made me aware of Pika Labs. It's also in the Discord. Uh, it's text to video. It's very very high quality stuff. And I would suggest you sign up for the beta and try to get involved with Pika Labs as soon as possible because they recently um, really blew up. So not a lot of beta spots open and left. The last two tools are probably the least known, but I'm keeping my eyes on them very carefully because I see some potential. And I'd say some of you all probably don't even know about these. Um, Mage.space, M-A-G-E dot space. Um, I think they have over a thousand Loras that you can choose from. You can upload your own custom model. They have image generation, but what caught my interest was they have text to GIF. It's not text to video, it's text to GIF. And you can choose multiple models when doing the text to GIF. Um, so check it out, mage.space. And the last one that I'm extremely excited about, but unfortunately it's private right now because they're just not ready to launch it yet. I'm trying to help them launch and give them feedback. Is a site, you can use their image generation. It's called Astria, A-S-T-R-I-A dot A-I. Astria A-I. Um, they have image generation, like I said. Their, their video to video generation is really impressing me. Um, they're fine tuning how they have their control net set up and stuff right now. So I'm helping them get that down, but, uh, yeah, they're getting to where they are getting almost up to Kyber's level. And Kyber is like, Kyber is my go-to video to video tool right now. It, it, in my opinion, Kyber has, I think four minute duration and I've tested runways gen one side by side with Kyber a lot. And I can tell you that Kyber provides more detail, um, higher definition detail than Runway does. Runway has better coherence, but not as good de not as good as detail. So yeah, that's my spiel. Sorry. <laughs> um you, you said full journey as in F U L L journey. Yeah, I guess it's kind of a joke on mid journey. This this is the full journey. Full journey. Hmm. And you just uh, can Google and check it out. Yeah, let me make sure. Might be able to grab a link for you guys. Full Journey AI. If you go to fulljourney.ai, uh, it'll have a join us on Discord link. And then you can click on join us on Discord. And then you can get in their Discord and give it a try. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Gained a lot. And uh, you've given me a lot to explore and hope to chat to you soon. Yeah, for sure. It was awesome meeting you, Tyrone. Thanks for having me. Anytime you want to talk, just reach out. I'll be here. I sure will. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye.